This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kasterman, and this is our latest look at the Minnesota Twins. I'm joined by Rhett Bollinger here at the winter meetings. And Rhett, uh, Twins, obviously a, a team in transition right now with a new front office regime, but uh, and, and I'm, I'm sure they have a lot of work cut out for them just getting settled in Minnesota, and yet they've been fairly active here the last few weeks. Uh, Jason Castro signing, obviously some, some personnel moves. Uh, just talk about the new regime and, and uh, the immediate impact on the organization. They've definitely been active, as you said. Signing Jason Castro to a three-year deal solves a big need. They needed a catcher, especially one who's going to work with that young pitching staff guy who's a great defensive catcher, known for his work behind the plate. Uh, some personnel changes also in the front office. Made some promotions in terms of their scouting staff. Darren Johnson was promoted to senior scout. Uh, Sean Johnson is now the director of scouting for them. Uh, it's one of those things where it's kind of a collaboration. Falvey is the main guy in charge here. Uh, Levine's going to also be, have a voice as well, kind of a collaboration effort. I think Falvey might have a little bit of the final word on the, on the signings, but I think for the most part, this new front office, the whole thing about it is going to be collaboration. With an, you know, obviously hiring some guys from outside, guys like Torrey Hunter, Michael Kadire, uh, Latroy Hawkins. So the front office has definitely changed a little bit, but a lot of it's going to be kind of a collaborative effort, I think, is kind of the, the way we're going to look at it here. The, the Castro signing was interesting. Of course, he was, he was one of the prominent names. I know he had a miserable offensive season, so he, maybe some fans are surprised by that, but he was a prominent name in this market, just the dearth of catching in general, and also you know his value pitch framing, which is very highly valued in today's game. So uh, you know, good, aggressive signing for the Twins there. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit of a surprise, as you said. You know, Twins are kind of in transition. They give him a three-year deal. Uh, more than anything, I think it's just going to help their pitching because, I said, you know, like I said, the pitch framing is a big part of it. He's a great pitch framer. I think he was the fourth best in baseball at that last year. And as you know, it's kind of become more and more of a metric we're seeing. Uh, it kind of gained some importance because we know that you know, if you can kind of get more strikes for your pitchers, uh, it's going to help. And we know last year that Kurt Suzuki uh, was not a great pitch framer. Good defender. You know, I've had a better year offensively than even Castro did, but not a great pitch you know, framer the way that Castro is. Castro is a former All-Star. He has some power. He certainly doesn't, you know, he's not a great offensive player, but there is some value there. Um, that's obviously why he got a three-year deal. Uh, how about the outlook here at the winter meetings? Again, there's transition going on here. Uh, they're, they're, the, the Twins are, are certainly rumored uh, to be moving some pieces. We'll see if that actually happens. But um, we know they're not going to be one of the major spenders here at the winter meetings. But what, what do you think is their mentality going into this? I think the big thing at the winter meetings, the Twins are definitely looking for starting pitching. We know they had the worst CRA in baseball last year among starting pitchers. Uh, so they need starting pitching, whether it's going to be signing a free agent or uh, getting creative and making a trade, we'll see. As we know, Brian Dozier is the top trade chip for this team, uh, coming off a season in which he hit 42 home runs, a lot of value there as a second baseman. Uh, but whether or not the Twins want to trade him, we'll see. They have to get a good you know, package in return. They're going to be looking for starting pitching in part, part of that package. Maybe the Dodgers are a fit. Maybe they talk to the Dodgers. Maybe they package something around daily own, uh, you know, top pitching prospect for the Dodgers. Um, that's kind of the big question mark, though. I mean, Dozier is a big part of this team. Uh, not only is he obviously a great offensive player, but he's also the leader in that clubhouse. So to lose him would be tough even just for the fans, you know, in terms of selling the team for next year. 
so it's a tough decision for this front office, but they're certainly going to listen to every offer they get on Dozier. And Dozier's actually here at the winter meetings, which uh, if you want to facilitate a trade, I guess that's one way to go about it. He's, he's here for other reasons, of course, uh, you know, more on the, on the marketing side. But, um, but that, that does add a little wrinkle to, to this conversation, doesn't it? It really does. It's pretty funny. He's here for the Under Armour uh, marketing uh, effort here. I think MLB is going to change uh, to Under Armour in 2020 for their uniforms. Um, and he's here as part of that. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny to be having your name swirl around in all these trade rumors for the last few weeks and to actually be here at the winter meetings in the heart of it. Uh, and we're going to talk to him here in person uh, in a, you know, a couple hours here. Yeah, he, he means so much to the Twins, obviously, especially coming off the year he's coming off. But you can understand where if this is an opportunity to, to sell high or uh, to, to take advantage of, of his value in this trade market, that's understandable. Another guy who kind of fits along with that is Irvin Santana, just because the free agent market, as we know, uh, for starting pitching is so weak, and there are some some big names, uh, you know, Chris Sales of the world, who are going to take an overwhelming, you know, prospect hall to acquire. Then you got a guy like Irvin Santana's under contract for a couple of years, coming off of a solid year. At the same time, means so much to the Twins who need pitching. So, where, where do you see that conversation? Yeah, it's a tough one. As you said, he means so much to this team. Last year, he was the only starting pitcher for the Twins that was, you know, consistent and above average. I mean, he had a great year last year. He's a veteran. He's kind of a leader on that pitching staff, especially the younger starters. Uh, so to trade him would definitely be tough because at this point, it's hard to say who else they can count on. You know, you're hoping that guys are going to come back and be healthy. Guys like Phil Hughes, you're going to hope Kyle Gibson's going to bounce back. You've got some young prospects in that, you know, in that list. Mejia is one of those guys. But at the same time, Santana is the one guy you know in that rotation. It's kind of the anchor of that rotation in your ace. So to trade him, they'd have to get, you know, some young starting pitching in return. Um, and that would certainly be a signal that they're definitely rebuilding. Uh, the Twins haven't really said for sure that they're rebuilding. It's obvious that they're coming off a 103-loss season, and it's hard to go from 103 losses to a competitive team. But at the same time, it's not a full teardown yet either. We don't, you know, the Twins two years ago, as we know, were competitive. Um, anything can happen, so we'll see. But at the same time, I think that with Santana, they'll listen. But it's probably not going to be uh, likely they're going to trade him just because he means so much to them as part of that rotation. Where, where are they at payroll-wise? I mean, they're basically staying constant there. It doesn't seem like one of those situations where they're trying to cut payroll any way they can, basically. No, it should be about the same. Um, the only difference is, obviously, they decided to outright Trevor Plouffe and Tommy Malone, and they're both uh, arbitration eligible. Uh, so, obviously, they'll be off the books. So that saves them uh, roughly $11, $12 million. Uh, but they'll also have to pay, pay guys for arbitration as well, and obviously the Castro deal. Uh, I, I, at this point, I think they're probably going to be right around $100 million, so probably a little bit less than it was last year, but right in that ballpark. Yeah. Uh, so do you expect probably, a, it seems like a potential to be a quiet week for the Twins, but maybe maybe that overwhelming offer does arrive in this market. It's got a lot of, a lot of trade conversation taken on this week, obviously. Exactly. It definitely could happen. I think for the most part, in terms of a signing, you're right. There's not going to be a major signing by the Twins. They're not going to make a big splash. Even Derek Falvey, I talked to him before. Uh, the winter meetings. He told me they're not there to win the winter, me winter meetings. They're not here to make a big splash and to sign a big free agent. Uh, could it be a big trade? Sure. Obviously, if they get a great offer for Dozier or Santana or even a guy like Kenny's Vargas, they could obviously make a trade for pitching. Um, but in terms of signing a, you know, a free agent, probably unlikely, especially here. I think more than anything here, too, I think internally with this new front office, I think it's a chance for Derek Falvey uh, to kind of get to know a lot of the guys, the assistant GMs and even the scouting guys and kind of get them all in person here and kind of get to know what, you know, more about the organization and these people in general. So a lot of us could be laying groundwork. So in a sense, I don't see like a big move coming for the Twins this winter meetings. For you personally, this is uh, an important week for, for that regard as well. There's, there's a relationship there between the media and, and, and the executives in the front office. And, and this is part of that relationship building as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's gotten a chance to get to know, uh, you know, Thad and Derek, uh, both great guys. So far, I've been handling media really well, but a big part of their job. Um, Terry Ryan, their predecessor, was uh, really great with the media. Um, and so, yeah, it's a big part of their job to be able to deal with us every day. And so every day after, 
end of the day, the winter meetings will talk with us and kind of give us a recap of what they've been doing. Um, but yeah, they've both been great to deal with and their relationship with the media is definitely an important part of their job. All right, well, Rhett's going to be all over it for MLB.com this week here at the Winter Meetings. want to thank him for joining us, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins Edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at at home, in the office, or on the go, every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.